Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Anyone else aching this morning? We yes. Just tell me we're both aching. I've got a, uh, an, an injury to my right elbow. I've no idea how I've picked it up. It's got sort of like worse and worse. I think it's actually getting up early. I think that's your weekend, bro. I think bro. it's getting up early. I've got the same. I have a, I have a sore right... I have a sore right elbow. But there's no, there's no reason why. Would... Which, which is it's because of the fact that you have it as well, is why it says to me there is something to do with the fact that we've changed our body clock, looking after the show for Dave, and we've injured our elbows. Do you know what? Uh, the noise I make when I get out of the taxi when it pulls up outside the studios here at One Golden Square. So you know, like, you see a YouTube video of someone who's got a, like, a <laughs> creaking door and it sounds like a song? Yes. That's how I sound when I get up. I might stable a microphone out there for tomorrow morning <laughs> just to capture it for everyone. It's interesting that we're talking about these little minor ailments because on a slightly linked subject, we're halfway through the week. Uh, we've been accruing a lot of correspondence from you. Which, of course, is because you guys love us and not because you can win a good Google Home Mini if you get your stuff read out on the show. Absolutely, but um, we, we don't get the chance to always get to all of it, so we thought we'd open today our Wednesday midweek surgery. Which Can't is to just yeah. go through what's come in. We've got a lot of stuff on the inbox, uh, whether you've emailed in, and that's uh, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk, or you've tweeted us at absolute radio. For example, there's this. There's no name attached to it, but it goes as thus. Bush and Richie, just wondering if you'd clarify where you'd stand on the social etiquette of rummaging through someone else's skip. Is it ever acceptable to do so without asking? I just had someone do this to me with a skip outside my house. Man removed goods without asking. There's nothing wrong with that, is there, Emma Jones? I think that's fine. They're throwing it out anyway. Yeah, good I point. would agree with Emma. Uh, this person here who's got in touch has put two very angry yeah. emojis at the end as if they're quite hacked off quite that cross. this has happened. There's an interesting uh, side issue with this as well. I always think, what's the social etiquette on putting stuff in someone else's bin? You know, if someone's got their bins out, are you yeah. allowed to just, like, chuck a pasty wrapper I, in there? No. I do do that. I do do that quite a bit. I don't do that. I don't like that. I think that's really bad form. But you're recycling. I put it in the right box. I genuinely did no. have a pasty wrapper the other day and I chucked it in someone's recycling. There's a reason why we are all given bins, all right? Yeah. Because we are we exist as separate households. So if you put something in my bin, you don't know what I still have to put in my bin ahead of my bin collection day. Is this code? See, I think landfill's landfill, isn't it? You know, we're all trying to recycle together and trying to make this, uh, you know, and you know the, the central mantra of this radio show, let's try and make the world a better place to live in. Yes. For everyone. I, I agree, I agree so with what, that. So if I walk past your house, you're sat in your lounge, yeah. you see me go past, clearly finishing off a, a, against us pasty. Yeah. I chuck the, the wrapper in your recycling, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? What's your initial reaction? Get up, twitch the net curtains and shake my fist at you. Unbelievable. I think that's unbelievable. Oh. So, in summary for that particular correspondence, it's fine to take something out of someone else's skip. Don't put something in it. Oh, is that, is that the message we're giving, is it? <laughs> Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Dealing with all the big issues here on Absolute Radio. <laughs> hey, well, look, it's the questions they weren't answering, isn't it? It's midweek surgery. We're not setting the agenda. Dave from Rochdale says the problem comes when someone puts something in the wrong bin. You get a sticker on the bin warning you, and it hasn't been emptied through no fault of yours. Dave, I quite agree with you. Someone puts a sticker on the bin? Yes, it's what happens. I've never had a sticker on my bin. I believe, through previous bin discussion on Home Time, do listen, it's a great show. Honestly, it is so much fun. <laughs> 
we've established that you don't have a bin on your road. You just leave a sack out, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I live in Essex. <laughs> in Hertfordshire, we have bins. Really? OK. I'd love a bin that you and just if I, out there. if I put something in the wrong bin, it won't get emptied. What's this sticker like, then? Is it like a naughty sticker type Yeah, basically, thing? yeah. Wow. Like a plaster, like an ouch. Another one here. I'm with Richie twice in a week after the chicken discussion on having your bin used. Happened to me on Sunday. Shutters up, window tapped, but she picked it back out. That is, I think that's a complete overreaction. I think, I think people are just trying to recycle. <laughs> guys, you just need to chill out, OK? Uh, continuing the bin chat, Amy says, Guys, what are your thoughts on taking wooden pallets? If my hubby and I see any and have room in the car, we stop and always take them out of someone's skip or bin, but we always feel a bit dodgy when we get them. Once again, if it's out of a skip, I don't know why I'm getting emotional about it. It is emotional pallets. subject, very emotional. <laughs> if it's out of a skip, I think it's fine. If you take a wooden pallet from somewhere else... That's theft. Yeah, but out of a skip, though, that's, that's, that's not a problem, is I it? I think at all? so, yeah, it's fine. So, yeah, we were covering some huge issues here. If you have anything for the midweek surgery... Uh, Can we not talk about pallets again? It's just... <laughs> he's, he's well enough. He's absolutely well Thank enough. You. It's early doors. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Alan from Essex has just texted to say, Morning, guys. I was driving to work, uh, drinking my morning black Americano and wondered if your employer had kindly fixed your coffee fiasco. Yes. yes, we have a working coffee machine, so we are firing on all cylinders. Both engines are up. The jumbo jet is in the air today. Uh, we are. I feel like we're more alive and more awake than yesterday, but we look strangely worse. <laughs> Don't know how that is. Uh, we are powering through the appointments in our midweek surgery, and uh, Gary's got in touch uh, with a, a fresh question uh, for us. What's going on then, Gary? Basically, I looked out my window at a bit of a noise, as it were, on the Saturday morning, seeing washing our car, and I thought, ah. Oh, it's strange, he'd never done it before. So hang on one uh, second, one second, one second. Your neighbour was washing your car? Yeah. So I thought, well, that's, you know, nice of him. A bit odd, he'd never done it before. <laughs> and um, so I um, opened the window and I was like, hello, Steve, all right? Yeah, yeah, and I was done, I thought I was a bit dirty. I thought, I'll give you a hand. I thought, OK, nice one. Well, so this is so just in case people can't hear, because it is a bit of a dodgy line. Uh, you, your neighbour was doing his car because his the car was a bit yeah. dirty, and he thought that whilst he was out there on Saturday morning, you might as well do yours as well. You hadn't previously asked him to do this at any point. No, 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 no. I, you know, I was a bit cheeky asking him. I would, I would never ask him to do it. But yeah, so I went out there a little bit later, uh, going through the shopping, and I thought, for the streets all over here, <laughs> and, you know, it basically made it a lot worse. And then, <laughs> and then Mrs. And Mrs. me. You know what you've got to do now, then? I was like, yep, I've got to do it, haven't I? She went, yep, you certainly have. Gary, I've got strong views on this. I've got to say, to be honest, even if your neighbour had done a decent job on it, I wouldn't like this. That's a lovely thing to do. What's wrong? It's my car. But it's... he's being a nice neighbour. He's like, off the goodness of his heart, he didn't have to wash his car. He'd have to wash Gary's car. I know he, he doesn't have to, but, you know, it's, 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 it's Gary's car. Gary... His neighbour's got no place touching it without prior agreement. Gary, big, big quick question for you. If, when you rewashed it, did you have to drive yeah. it somewhere else and rewash it? Because you can't rewash it in front of him, can you? <laughs> no, I did do it, but I was sneaky. I waited till he went out. Gary, you obviously need a little help at home, so we'll give you a Google Home Mini. That'd be great. Thank you very much. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. A tweet from... 
punning clam on Twitter. Uh, Bush and Richie work kitchen sugar pot. Spoon in the pot or not? Folk at work leave a spoon in there. It does my head in. I Honestly, I love a greasy spoon cafe, but if you go to the front to get your cup of tea and someone's left like this encrusted spoon with sugar all over it, it makes you want to be sick slightly. Whether it's work or cafe, I can't think of any place that it is right to leave the spoon in the pot. Done and dusted. That's the point of the morning surgery. Next. Easy one to sort. Rachel, uh, Josh and Richie. Where do you what? stand? Josh and Richie. That's who it's coming what to. What's going on today? <laughs> Josh. Do I look like a Josh to you, Emma Jones? Josh sounds kind of like Bush, though. It does a little... To be fair. Don't encourage them, please. <laughs> can I, can I, can I um, make sure they don't get a Google Home Mini? Am I allowed to I think they need one, because they're obviously still listening on Medium Wave if they think you're called Josh. Good point. <laughs> anyway, I'll carry on. Uh, Josh and Richie, where do you stand on strangers touching your pregnant belly? It used to happen to me all the time. Rachel. Uh, where do we stand on it? I mean, ne- I might look like I have. Richie <laughs> <laughs> gets touched quite a bit when he's in Tesco. Yeah. <laughs> do you know, the weird thing is, when, when uh, my other half, Katie, was pregnant with our, with our daughter, uh, it, she got freaked out by it because it happened quite a lot. It's normally older women will come up and kind of mm. slightly manhandle you a little bit. I mean, they don't, they don't mean anything wrong, but it's just a bit weird. I wouldn't want to be touched. I, 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 I'll just see how the day goes. Uh, in other news, someone called The Charlatan on Instagram has got in touch. Uh, he sent us a photo uh, of the new McDonald's double quarter pounder, which is on his lap. He's clearly in a drive through takeaway. He says, Bush and Richie, surely a double quarter pounder is a half pounder. But this is an interesting I'm... thing, because they're advertising everywhere with this double quarter pounder. Two quarters is a half, isn't it? I'm not sure it is, actually, is it? I, I'm thinking... When do you... Fractions isn't well. Math was not my strong point. And looking at me, I've got no idea. Isn't it when you add those kind of things, it actually diminishes? Wouldn't it make, make it an eight pounder? <laughs> eight pounder. <laughs> so you ain't caught a fish. No, as in sort of like backwards. So like half a quarter is an eighth, isn't it? An eighth pounder. If you add a quarter to a quarter. It, if you just tuned it, in, this a, is dealer chat on absolute. It's a double radio. though. <laughs> well, yes, D- double. double of a quarter. So I think you're right. That makes it a half. Yeah, half a pound. I think you might be right. Two two quarters is a half. They should just call it a half-pounder. That's a big burger. It's a big burger, isn't it? If you have the maths that we need, please get in touch with the show. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, We we are particularly stuck on the McDonald's question at the moment. We've had a message in from someone that's sent us a photo of the new McDonald's double quarter pounder, and he adds, surely this is a half pounder. And and I'm inclined to agree with them. James Tomlin has been on Twitter saying, think about pizza, eight slices. Two of it is a quarter, so four is a half. So with your double quarter pounder, I would agree it's a half pounder, says him. A lot of text. A lot of calls coming in. I think it is all about our maths. Let's uh, let's take one. Who's this? It's Rob. Rob, how are you? How can we help? I'm fine. Um, well, I just want to put you right with the two quarters thing. Yes, fire away. Go on. Right, it is actually just two quarters because they're separated between a bun. It is actually two quarters. But the, but the problem pound, is, Rob. Yes. Rob, the, the problem is overall the weight of the burger is half a pound, though, isn't it? So it's a half pounder. No, it's. Because the actual meat itself is not actually separated into a half pound, it's actually two quarters. If you've got two sausages on a plate and you put them end to end, would you have a jumbo sausage? You'd have two sausages, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> now, you explain it to me in sausages, that's my language. Sausage philosophy. <laughs> I've got it now. So if I go into a pub then, Robert, and I want a pint, I'll just say, can I have two halves in one glass, please? Yeah, you can actually add for that. The only thing is, it'll cost you more. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Absolute 
Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. And that's it for our midweek surgery. No more appointments are available. Uh, sorry about that. But everybody who got their text read out or they phoned in or tweet or whatever has won themselves a Google Home Mini, which is a cracking way to start your Wednesday morning. Uh, yeah, little help at home, the Google way. I think we can open up our surgery for some home time hours next week. I think that would be a good thing. Yeah, and look, we've only we've already given away 10 and it's not even 7 o'clock. I know, it's been a busy morning. I'm going to think about all these questions and uh, just to make sure that we've given the right answers uh, on a very long drive home this evening GCSE results uh, GCSE results tomorrow morning my word uh, so my daughter needs to be back in Bournemouth uh, tomorrow morning to go and pick her results up what is the format I mean I, I kind of I'm trying to remember but now my old school kind of memory it feels like black and white but did you go You go in and then you, you queue up and you're at the desk with the teacher and they give you them? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's going in at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Gosh. So uh, I will be focused on the show, but also my phone during the show tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, big old drive tonight. Back to Bournemouth and back. I, in fact, I said last night, I, I shouted in the lounge, I said, hey, Google, how long will it take me to drive to Bournemouth? And she goes back, light traffic conditions, 2 hours 36. So that is a five-hour round trip. Tonight, I love that. So it's got to work out how much fuel. That's hey, all. Oh, don't get him started on that again. <laughs> Absolute Radio, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. We've got a treat for you just after 8 o'clock on this show. We're going to speak to a guy who was our first ever guest when Richie and I started Home Time. Mm. Uh, it's Gerard Butler. He's on After 8 talking about his excellent new movie, Angel Has Fallen, which is, uh, Richie, you're a bit more of an officiado about this than I am. It's part of the Fallen trilogy, which is... It is. Uh, so you had Olympus Has Fallen, which was uh, a movie based around uh, the taking of the White House. Right. Then you had London Has Fallen, uh, where Mike Banning, Gerard's character, uh, is over looking after the president when he's on a big, uh, big trip to London. Okay. And now you've got Angel has fallen. Don't want to give any spoilers away. Apart from the fact you'd think Mike, obviously, he's got a lot of bad luck surrounding him, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> However, you know what it's like in Hollywood? They're always looking about, the, you know, what's the next thing? Where can they make money? Where can they take the series to the next level? Uh, we want to ask you this morning, ahead of Gerard's arrival at 8 o'clock, what could be the next Fallen movie? So finish the sentence something dot 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 has fallen yeah and maybe we could hand this over to Gerard's people because he always you know turn up with his people from the movie industry we can hand it on to them and maybe your suggestion could be made into the next fallen movie and and if we move away from a trilogy what would it be a quadigy a quadigy that's right isn't that right Emma mm, slight mm, narrowing yeah. of the eyes remember there uh, I can't I don't see what else it would be trilogy quadology quadology Anyway, to discuss. To discuss. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start us off with Grandad has fallen. <laughs> That's very Aww. good. Aww. Very good. But he's okay. He's got one of those things around his neck. That oh, he, good. And he knows help is okay. at hand. So not seriously. He's, he's fine. He's absolutely fine. And Mike Banning's living in with Grandad anyway, so he's going to help. And it's a bungalow, so he's all on the first <laughs> floor. <laughs> Um, I'm going to do a bit of satire. The pound has fallen. Oh, oh. that was going to be my one. Oh. Oh, Politics. I've Forget I've done it. Sorry. It's true, though. If you go abroad, it's terrible, <laughs> isn't it? The exchange rate. Mm. Uh, Sarah Moody says Dave Grohl has fallen. That's very good. <laughs> very good. Uh, Johnny Batch, uh, obviously excited about Bake Off coming up. Uh, my, hey. my souffle has fallen. I love it. I thought you were saying Batch is also the name of it. To do with Bake Off. <laughs> uh, Gabby Cancello says the horse I backed in the Grand National has fallen. 
Uh, and uh, Alan Patterson is looking forward to uh, Dave and Matt and Glenn returning next week, uh, going with the intellectual level of the show has fallen. <laughs> Joy, it hurts, but he's got a point. <laughs> Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, on a side issue, James on the way to work in Birmingham says a group of four films is surely a quadrilogy. I'm not having a quadrilogy. <laughs> not so sure. Sounds about like that. an illness. <laughs> uh, Damien and Aberdeen, this is really clever. Mirror has fallen. It's a prequel, hence all the bad luck. Yeah, because he has had terrible luck. Yeah. If I was in HR at the White House, he'd be looking at Mike. <laughs> you would be, yeah. Thinking he's been around when all these things have been going on. Uh, Dominic in Manchester says one for Gerard. What about Gemma Collins? Fallen. It's one of my favourite things on telly ever. Uh, Bradley from Thurrock says, the double quarter pounder has fallen. <laughs> yes! Uh, Phil says, I've already won a Google Home Mini, but I think this is funny, so please read it out anyway. <laughs> Gerard Butler's new film, My Pants Have Fallen. It's a Benny Hill comedy. That's the best one so far. Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Matt in Brixton, I think, has nailed what it is. Uh, it's trilogy, quadrilogy, quintology, sextology. Really? That's what he says. Is that what they're called? I think so. He seems pretty confident about it as well. We, you know, we're, we're not going to call him a liar, no, unless not. anyone could correct us otherwise. Uh, meanwhile, your song, uh, your, your um, films that could be next in the Fallen trilogy, or whatever it's called, uh, Pete in Beaconsfield says The Sky Has Fallen, a remake of the Chicken Little story. It's very good. Liking this work there. Uh, Tracy in Coventry says, depending on your allegiance, surely the next film is England or Australian wickets have fallen. Hey. I like a good idea of a cricketing movie. It's good. Good knock. Yeah, very good. You <laughs> you know your cricket. I'm learning my cricket uh, terminology here. Adam says one for Bush here. What about the porridge has fallen? <laughs> Still literally wearing a black armband for drop my porridge at the beginning uh, of the week. Another toast one, uh, well, another food one from Gavin. Uh, it's toast has fallen. Yes. Uh, Gerald has to stop it landing butter side down. Uh, Mark says, KFC has fallen. Don't tell Richie Firth. Do you know what? That could have been a movie. Like, uh, was it about a year ago when they suddenly ran out of chicken yeah. or something or other? Scary times. It did feel like it. KFC's end of times movie. It was a post-apocalyptic type really thing, was, wasn't it? It really was. Yeah. Uh, Kevin says, set in a wick store following a terrible accident, Gerard Butler embarks on a tension-filled search for fixings because his shelf has fallen. <laughs> Keeping it on brand. And Carl Parkin says, How about Steven Gerrard has fallen? <laughs> I'd go and watch that. that. I'd go and watch that one. Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, and we just want to say a huge thank you to everybody who's got involved to help us bring the village people up to speed for 2019. Uh, we thought we'd give them a reboot because if you look at the village people, their careers are a little bit old hat. You've got like a GI there. What have yeah, you got? Yeah, you've, uh, you've got the GI, you've got the construction worker, you've got the biker, you've got the cowboy, you've got the Indian chief and you have the cop. It's not really 2019, not is it? Not in any way. So on Monday's show, we kind of uh, open this up to you guys. Uh, how could we reboot it so that their careers were a little bit more current? And if you follow us on Twitter, at Absolute Radio, or you've, you can have a little look at our Facebook page, uh, producer Nick has just put together a fantastic little presentation 
evolution of the brand new lineup of the village people in terms of careers for 2019. Yes, I suppose it's a thank you to him as well. The end result, obviously, with our Photoshop faces onto these uh, these new jobs, these new these new characters. Yeah. Not sure I want to thank him for the end result for that. There's some pretty hideous <laughs> stuff there. Make sure you've had your breakfast way before looking at it. Put it that way. So Bush is uh, a stay-at-home dad. That is uh, one of the first members. That actually just looks like you. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Baby in a pouch. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I once got uh, turned away from a bookies for taking my uh, eldest daughter when she was a baby in a pouch in to go and put a bet on an Everton Man United game. Really? I just he said we, if you can't bring kids in here, and I was like, well, just a baby in a pouch. That's amazing. In a little in a little sling, but it's as a walk out. There's no place for a baby. I almost got slow clapped out there by the old fellas who you know normally look down your nose yeah. at them for gambling. They were like booing me out the door. It's unbelievable. Probably trying to save you from placing a bet on Everton to beat Manchester United. Sure, we did lose in the end. So swings and roundabouts. Uh, I'm there as a yoga mum uh, with me uh, with my protein shake and all that kind of. Have thing. Have you been working out? Because you look pretty good in that picture. Thank you very much. The, the sideways face is horrendous. <laughs> it is. That is pretty bad. Uh, you're a modern day chav. Thank you. Uh, also, just going back to the village people thing. You're a modern day chav. Modern day. I've got. Um, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> Nothing. You having a pop? <laughs> If you look at the picture, by the way, and this is something I've noticed, I don't know if this is just an Essex thing, what is this thing at the moment with youths wearing little man bags? I know, I know. Like boys walking around with little tiny man bags. But it's, <laughs> it suits you, it's very good. Thank you very much. Uh, I am a hipster barista. Um, I love making me coffees, I think I suit that. Tattoos on the sleeves and stuff like that as well. Then you've got Bush as a, uh, shall we say, a food-delivering cyclist. Cycling around like an idiot <laughs> with a box on the back of your bike. And then finally, me as an influencer. Please do go and have a look. You put this together. Uh, we had so many people get in touch on Monday and the end result is hideous but fantastic. Have a look now. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Bush and Richie with The Breakfast Show, Absolute Radio, Wednesday morning, looking after The Breakfast Show whilst Dave Berry is away, and we have lucked out this week because Gerard Butler's come in again. It's good to see you. How are you? Uh, yeah, I feel good. I just finished a movie in Atlanta and pretty much came straight over here, and I'm really excited about this movie. So, Well, yeah. get on to that in just a second. You just said something very interesting as you uh -oh. got through the door of the studio. I you did. said you'd just been to see your mum. I did, yeah. What happens when you go and see your mum? What happens there? Um, oh, son, <laughs> get in there and wash the dishes. You're not a movie star to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe that's a slight exaggeration. <laughs> no, I often go out and play golf with my mum. She's a very, you know, and, and loves to hike. And But we had a, a lovely time. The whole family came over and... and what did we do? I feel like we did a bunch of fun you, stuff. You can't, can't go back, you can't go back to Scotland and not play golf, though, surely. Yes. And, 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 and I'm, I'm not a big golfer, but I always end up out on a golf course. <laughs> but I'm imagining Gerard <laughs> Butler doesn't struggle to get a tea time when he calls for one. Yeah. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, speaking of tea, a tea time as well, is your mum like my mum in that whenever you go around there, she's always telling you how cheap she got certain items for? Do you like those chocolate biscuits? Three ninety nine, Aldi. Oh, uh, yeah, I get a bit of that. <laughs> You know, the other thing I get is, hey, by the way, she waits till you finish your food and then she goes, how did that taste? <laughs> and you're like, why? Right, because, you know, it's been in the fridge for two weeks, you know, and I was, I was smelling a bit funny. But, I mean, if you didn't notice anything, then like, after why did you ever tell us that before we eat this food? So, yeah. Well, much as, much as she's pleased to see you, I personally very pleased to see you because it means there is a third film in the Fallen series. So when somebody said to me, oh, Gerard Butler's going to be coming in, I was 
was beside myself with excitement. Oh, awesome. We loved it. It was <laughs> great. We, we've seen it, we loved it. A proper action movie, I would say. Yeah. And uh, one of the themes that runs through it would be kind of physical pain. The rigours of the job are starting to kind of take their toll, would you say? Yeah. I mean, if I'm being honest, we were struck. We're going, okay, what do you do for a third movie? It can't be Tokyo's Fallen or, you (laughs) know. So we thought, well, why not go inwards? What is the truth of this? If this man has put his life on the line so many times and given so much in in kind of the duty in serving his country, what hits has he taken? And how does that actually work in your real life? You know, I mean, it's Lee. Like, I make action movies. I take a lot of... Every time I go into a movie, I'm like, how am I going to get through this one? I totally got that idea, and yet... You love the three, he loves what he does. Yeah. And he doesn't want to give it up. Can I just say as well, as a man uh, going further and further into my 40s, it was good to see someone else feeling those kind of pains. <laughs> the, the noise when you when you bend down and pick someone up. I, I'm yeah. sure there was a bit there's a bit in the film where you got up in the night for the loo a few times as well. That happens to us all, yeah. doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? No, I did want to put some of that in that he goes to pick up a cuddly toy for his baby and he's like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. The lower back. But with all that kind of stuff that you do do, I, I, part of me is also thinking, I bet Gerard would be fantastic at like Paintball. Paintball, yes. <laughs> Seriously, I'm pretty good at paintball. You do, yeah, I'm actually pretty good. good. Yeah, yeah, so, I yeah. mean, you know, if uh, a parallel universe, we're all mates, we're away on a big sort of, you know, mates weekend or whatever, yeah. stag weekend, that kind of thing. Stag weekend. Paintball, that would be your kind of thing. Okay, we need to find a friend and get married off. Because I'm totally up for it. Although it's easy for me to say I'm good at paintball, and now I've got to prove it. (laughs) Right, Gerard, uh, let's put a song on, get online and start looking at some paintball lessons, shall we? The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Bush and Ritchie with The Breakfast Show, Absolute Radio, Wednesday morning. Gerard Butler still here. Uh, your new film, Angel, has fallen out in the cinemas today. And uh, the legendary Nick Nolte starring alongside you. Uh, what was it like to work with him? I was quite scared to meet him, actually. I thought, well, what am I... Because I knew I have a lot of scenes with him, you know? And yeah. if he's not cool, this is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> but he was one of the most pleasant, charming, funny, entertaining, sweet, gentle men I've ever met. His appearance as well. We were wondering whether that is that his normal kind of crazy dishevelled appearance. He looked like I, a kind of militarized Uncle Albert from Only Falls and Horses. Yeah, he's he's off the grid in every way, including his shampoo. Um, and and no, so it, it's funny you say that because we saw a photo of him about two weeks before the movie started, and the article was about how he was looking like bag of crap basically yeah <laughs> i'm really is that for our movie i'm hoping that's for our movie or is this just how he's looking right now and we're in trouble when he arrives but it was i think it's a tough one to ask him yeah. you know that you know it's just, uh, anyway, do you guys but... as actors ever have line envy the reason i ask that is because nick actually has the last line of the movie and it made me roar with laughter. It was right. absolutely brilliant. But do you ever sort of like see, you know, someone's got a line and think, oh, bloody hell, that'd be great if I had that one. At times it happens. But to be honest, for me, mostly it's about the good of the movie. Yeah. And, and you got Nick Nolte giving the last line of the movie. I've seen the reaction. I'm like, well, I couldn't have done a better job. <laughs> like, if you give that line to me and it's like the little kid goes, no, I want that, I want that. And then you do it and nobody laughs. And you're like, uh, no, okay, Nick, you, you do it, actually. You're better. <laughs> uh, so we, we talked earlier on about the fact that you were our very first guest on our hometown show. Yes. Which we, we'll love you forever for that, Gerald, and we appreciate it. Uh, since you were last on, Richie and I have done a tour of the United Kingdom and we went and visited a load of chip shops. Oh, wow. See who does the best fish and chips okay. and we were in Edinburgh and it seemed to us in our, in our uh, adventures in Edinburgh and Scotland that Scotland seemed to be leading the way in deep frying sweet goods such as we had, yeah. a, we had a deep fried Mars bar oh, you did 
Oh have you ever tasted, as a man from Paisley, you ever tasted any of this kind of stuff? By the way, I did on an American talk show of all things. They said, hey, you're from Scotland. You want to try a deep fried Mars bar? I ate it. It was so delicious. And then I asked after the show for another one, ate another one, and then I had to go and do another talk show. And the whole show, I thought I was going to throw up. Oh. <laughs> just, I'm like, I, I'm, how am I going to? I don't know how I'm going to do this. Um, and I've never had one since. Oh, because we, we loved it when we were there, didn't we? We did. We, we did. Well, some of the other stuff we tried, I, I, I believe we tried a deep fried uh, chocolate orange. That was good as well. Deep wow. fried chocolate orange. I've, I've actually, I've never heard of that. No. Deep fried haggis we had in Edinburgh as well. I've had deep fried haggis. Yeah, yeah, that's was good. good. I've had deep fried, you know, you any savoury food. <laughs> In Scotland, we deep fry it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, one other thing we wanted to ask you is about uh, uh, whether at any point you might, you know, say, say, 10, 15 years from now or uh-huh. whatever, and you just want to have a more kind of chilled out existence rather than having all these fight scenes or whatever. Is there any um, character from a, a you know, famous BBC or British TV show that you would have your eye on? Like we were talking earlier, or maybe a reboot of Taggart or mm. something like that. Or, uh, <laughs> Morse, is there anything down the line you might that think? It would be actually quite fun to reinvent Taggart. There's been a murder. It's perfect. There's been a murder. There's some ITV uh, executives listening to this interview right now. Very excited. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be fantastic. Gerard, look, we, we've got to let you go. Thank you so much for, for popping in and seeing us this morning. You told me when you sat down not to let you leave this seat Without, without your sunglasses. <laughs> yes. I've Don't got forget them. in my pocket now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Gerard Butler. Thank you. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I need to chuck out an apology this morning. It's really actually an apology that turns more into a commendation to uh, my two teenage children, uh, Caitlin and Charlie, who messaged me yesterday, very shortly after the show had finished, yep. unsolicited, uh, saying, hey, Dad, we've decided we're going to clean the cars this morning. Uh, just letting you know. Uh, Have they worry. done something wrong? <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Out of the blues. <laughs> two teenagers have offered to clean your car for you. I think it's a, I think it's more of a statement of how far into the summer holidays we're all getting now and the boredom these kids are reaching. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was somewhat... Star- I, I was actually a little bit frightened. Yeah. The message went on to say, don't worry, Dad, we're going to do a good job. We're going to use your auto-glim stuff. This is the stuff that's mine. Okay. Right? No one touches this it. This is a special product, is it? A special cleaning product? It is. It's a car cleaning product, yes. Ooh. But I have to say, and this is where the commendation comes in, they did a really good job. Oh, really? I was on the tube going home thinking, oh, I was going to be swirls all over the paintwork and they'll get a grit in the sponge and there'll be some nasty mark that'll need tea cutting out or something or other. Sounds like listening to Gary's neighbour from earlier on with his it terrible does, cleaning job in the car. But do you know what? They did a grand job. So I have to commend Caitlin and Charlie Firth for a very good wash of the two cars. Fair play. It's almost like they're receiving a medal in some kind of ceremony right now. Well, I think there's something in this because I do realise, I, I have this feeling we're at this stage of the summer holidays where getting the kids out from under your feet and getting them actually to do tasks yeah. is a thing. It's a bit of a thing, I think, as well, and we're all guilty of this. Sometimes you can be a bit down on kids saying, oh, they're a bit lazy, don't know what, don't know, don't know they're born, to mm. use a Scouse phrase, uh, and, you know, they're, they're missing the best of the day because they're lying in. However, I think there are kids listening right now and parents of kids who, who their children have actually gone and done some actual kind of labour, have done yes. some stuff yeah, around yeah, the house yeah, yeah. that maybe they should be commended for as we head into the final part of the summer holidays. Uh, let, let's look at it as some kind of Bush and Ritchie 
child labour army passing out parade. Yeah, I think the medal ceremony at the end of the first Star Wars movie. Yeah, where, where Luke, weirdly enough, uh, <laughs> Chewbacca doesn't get a medal, which is strange. However, the rest of them get a medal, which is good. So think about that. If your kids have done something around the house where you think, do you know what? They need a commendation. They deserve to be credited for that. Get in touch with the show. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, Steve in Kent. First off, it's his three-year-old Jack. Uh, Steve says, I've had an operation on my knee. I asked him to get me a beer from the fridge, and he did. The need for beer was strong. Jack delivered. And I think, I don't know if we've got the scientific basis for this, but I do think a couple of beers a day can help you recover from knee injuries. Absolutely, that's what they were originally invented for. Well done. Mm. Wish you a speedy recovery. Uh, this text says, my 16-year-old son Aaron needs to be commended for managing to get himself up, showered, dressed and making his own breakfast, and he was only three minutes late for work today, a personal I best. I was going to say, and he was only three years old. I'm like, <laughs> wow, that is the most talented child I've ever seen. Good three work, minutes Aaron. late for work for him. Uh, Lois and Isla, uh, I don't know who is nominating for this task, but uh, for picking all the poo up out of the garden from the dogs. Oh, dear. I- I'd love to have a dog, but it's that bit that just puts me off. I loved having a dog. Um, I preferred the... I think I preferred the hot ones to the cold ones. Really? Mm. What we, did you, the one where you turn the bag inside out, pick it up? Some people put it in their pocket and use it as like a hand warmer around no, the park. Never do that. Never do That's that. That's just too far. <laughs> Uh, someone says, that, what, they all got medals at the end of the first Star Wars movie? Thanks for ruining it for us, Bush. <laughs> hey, come on. Uh, we've got Sam on the line. He would like to commend his little lad. Uh, what's he been up to? Sam, tell us about it. Well, we've just bought a house at auction and it all needs doing off, basically. Right. Um, a full renovation job. So he's been, he's only four as well. Uh, we've had to replace the um, carpet now in his bedroom, basically, because I don't like painting. I've done everything else. I've had to dig the floors out and for the house and everything. So I got bored of painting and I asked him to help. A four-year-old helping you to paint? Has this worked? No, because I've had to replace the floor. (laughs) 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 Have you got a chimney in the house that you've you've just bought? Um, Yes, there is. Um, There was a chimney in the kitchen for where they used to heat the water. What what happened to the child uh, chimney sweep market? Because, you know, they're still... They've not got any bigger. They can get them up there and everything. I'm sure it's a role that still needs. Chimneys haven't developed that much in the past hundred years. they haven't. I I think maybe... um, I don't know what was wrong with it. Yeah, (laughs) it was was doing so well. What's your little lad's name? William. William. To be honest with you, when I've I've knocked the chimney down, he's been carrying bricks out for me one by one. (laughs) So I've got a little labour. There's proper little child labour camp going on there. That'll be why he's not been setting up the chimney. That's it, the chimney has actually been destroyed by his own father. Hey, he's got an award though, well done. Right, thank you. And it's a Google Home Mini. Oh, even better then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Yeah. Uh, Robin Banbury. Uh, I bought my two-year-old, get this, a two-year-old. Two-year-old? A wheelbarrow to help me move the soil from the footings I was digging on my extension. I love this. It's incredible. This is amazing work. Uh, Auntie Georgie's been on and says, my niece Ella, who's 11, has begun a day at my mum's house by cleaning the oven over the past few weeks. She's also helped out with making lunch and other jobs. But most impressively, and I'm really impressed with this because I spent one summer working at a holiday camp uh, as a chambermaid, and it is the most tough job out of <laughs> a lot. Uh, she's been most impressively stripping and making all of the beds. you got pictures of that. I, honestly, I was the worst chambermaid <laughs> you've ever seen. I find it so... You know, what's that bit on the bottom of the bed that's like a skirt? The valance. I can't stand those things. I'd pay a hundred quid to see pictures of you as a chambermaid. I, re- I didn't last very long. <laughs> I was eased out of the company. The no-repeat guarantee <laughs> <laughs> pushed out forcefully. Absolute Radio. 
Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Listen to this. Guy says, Hi, guys. The other day... Oh, no, hold on a minute. That text has gone off, weirdly. Uh, this one here, David Oldham. Congrats to my 14-year-old son for having a shower, brushing his teeth and changing his undies. Must be a bird on the scene. I do that all the time. I know. You don't get any awards, <laughs> do you? prize for it. Actually, we, we did have something special planned for Friday. You read it for yourself. <laughs> uh, right, let's chat to Katie. Who's getting the medal, Katie? Oh, well, it's Oliver, who's actually still in bed at the moment. So I've just been up to him. He's missing the best of the day. Have you told him he's missing the best of the day? Uh, what, what time, what's his name and what times do you normally get up before we hear about his recommendation for the medal? Uh, well, he's Oliver, or right. Ollie. Yeah. Um, he's usually up by 10. How old is Ollie? <laughs> 14. 14. So it's only going to get worse, isn't it, I think, in terms of yeah, getting yeah. up time? I'd have to say 14-year-old at 10 o'clock summer holidays. I'd say that's the going rate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a 16-year-old daughter as well. Yeah. And she's still in bed. And I've got a two-year-old who's been up since seven. So I'd have to say textbook. <laughs> textbook. Similar ages, similar times. Yeah. yeah. So you can't even have the bit in the morning when the, mm. the others are asleep to enjoy yourself because nah. you've got the two-year-old yeah. crawling around Spot and everything. On. That's it. He's now up there trying to get them both out of bed. So, so you, you phoned up to get them adopted then, yeah? <laughs> oh, that'd be great, yeah. Oh, no problem, we can arrange that. Katie, what's Ollie getting the medal for? What's he done? Uh, uh, well, he did actually use the petrol lawnmower for the first time. My husband's got a bad shoulder, so he said he would do it. Now, that is responsibility. <laughs> Petrol-powered blades. Yes. Uh, did he do a good job? Was it some good gardening going on? He did, yeah. We're trying to pull the cord is the hardest bit, isn't it? Yeah, trying to get it started. Metaphor for life there. <laughs> Valuable lesson. <laughs> um, but he did, and they chopped down some holly as well with one of the electric hedge trimmer things. So <laughs> Well, there's the two-year-old. There you well, go. <laughs> we, we need to give you a Google Home Mini. You need some help at home, and um, <laughs> someone needs some attention. <laughs> Thank you. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Jamie and Berry says, uh, Bush, Ritchie, Emma, I want to nominate myself for an award. All right. I've kept the house clean and tidy. I've had to fend for myself while my uh, my mother has been away. I'm 20 years old. Does that count? <laughs> 20. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> fair play, fair play. Uh, my 11-year-old Jake uh, decided at the start of the school holidays he wanted to take his girlfriend out on a date, this text says. Ooh. He's worked all through the holidays doing odd jobs to raise money. Last week, he took his young lady friend to the cinema and then for a slap-up KFC... All paid for his own money. That's fantastic. Oh, he that's... knows how to treat a lady as he well, does. doesn't he? He'll go far. Uh, so keep your commendations and recommendations coming in. We've got Guy on the phone. Guy, what are the names of the kids you'd like to nominate? It's Emily and Rihanna. Who are they? Your daughters, I'm guessing. Uh, well, they're my girlfriend's daughters. OK, and what have they done during this summer holiday, Guy, that you think deserves a Bush and Ritchie Child Labour Force recommendation? Well, my girlfriend, Nikki, bought them phones yep. and they've never been off them since. Um, they came to meet us at the pub at the end of the road. They both sat down, and as usual, they were sat there, sort of staring at the phones. And I actually managed to get them to hold a conversation with us for about twenty minutes. Twenty they, minutes. They actually didn't. They actually didn't look at the phones for twenty minutes. Oh my word! Get away! What did you turn the phones off? Confiscate them? What was going on? Well, I did cheese a little bit because I distracted them with a conversation about a trip to Blackpool Pleasure Beach. <laughs> hey, that was, <laughs> yeah, you had me at Blackpool. Oh yeah, sign us up. Yeah. <laughs> 
They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hey, we hope you're having a good Wednesday morning so far. It's the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show with Bush and Richie. I'm going to do this final bit uh, sitting down like Dave Allen, <laughs> if that's OK. The it's hardness n- hits. So as we leave you with this final song of the show, we want to say thank you to all the people who've got in touch. Uh, also, uh, it's a little bit like Choose Your Own Adventure. This is the it is. this is the radio equivalent of the Warlock of Firetop Mountains, this last song. <laughs> so make your choice, choose wisely. Emma Jones, where are you going after this? What are you doing? Yasu. You're going to go Yasu? And what are you going to be doing? Uh, do you mean what am I doing after the show? Yeah. Which station am I going to be listening to? Well, let's have both bits of information. <laughs> I'll be walking home listening to Yazoo. Brilliant. Now we all know where we stand. <laughs> <laughs>